Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mind Your Business, Mills County. I'm Todd Studer, and today's episode is brought to you by Light Construction of Glenwood. Light Construction, proud to be one of Mills County's largest employers. Most of their workforce is local to the area, and they've now grown into a corporation of more than 50 employees providing a variety of services within a multi-state region. We will talk with Light Construction, uh, some different gentlemen uh, with the organization in just a moment. First, Rachel Reese, Executive Director of the Glenwood Area Chamber of Commerce. Thank you again for your time. How's the week been going so far, Rachel? So far, so good. Keeping my head above water. That's seems to be your goal every week but it's, yeah i mean that's always the goal you don't exactly run. but does anything change as you start to move into spring coming out of winter months or is it just more business as usual so we're starting to see more of the business in brews people are getting together you're going to start seeing more businesses start to do like volleyball tournaments we've got golf leagues starting i mean i think everybody is just shifting to outdoors it's just a different feel except for the fact that it's really cold and snowy which not okay. That is true. And we, we should mention that we are not live. We do record these ahead of time. So uh, that's why we can talk about some snow. I think in the forecast, I've seen it's supposed to get pretty warm uh, coming up yeah, soon. It's supposed so to snow on Easter. That's not right. That's just right. not. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, we all chose to live in the Midwest, so we're going to take the good with the bad because there is so much good. And one of those things is a great company that is our sponsor today on Mind Your Business Mills County, Light Construction of Glenwood. With us today, President Corey Lank, also Joe Martin. Joe is the Construction Operations Manager, and Matt Steele is a lead estimator. We will hear from all of these gentlemen. Corey, let's start with you. Your company goes back to 1997. Talk about what things have been like over the past 25 years that have led you to the successful company that you have today? Well, I think really we've got great community support in our area in Mills County and, you know, actually the counties right around us with Fremont County and Pottawatomie County. Uh, with us having mainly local individuals that work for us, it, it creates a good atmosphere for not only our business, but when we're outside of our business, when we see each other at activities or events, and it kind of feels more like a, a family altogether. When you began the company back in 1997, is this where you envisioned being in 25 years, or has your vision changed in, in that interim? Well, no. No, when we first started it, it was, it was really kind of a, a support to my ag background in the, in the late 90s and the early 2000s. Agricultural farming was somewhat in a dire need of uh, help. It, it wasn't very profitable, so I looked at different avenues that we could attack, and we ended up hiring great individuals that helped us grow to where we are today. But at that time, no, I did not think we'd be an employer that would have 50 people. Has there been a learning process along the way? Because managing 50 people, that's not a small feat. Well, I would say that the biggest learning that I had to overcome was hiring the right people to put in the right place. That by far is critical. The most critical part of it is having the, the best individuals you can hire and find and keeping them in place so that you are consistently happy and consistently growing. Obviously, as we mentioned in the beginning, a lot of your workforce comes right out of Mills County. So I think it's a testament to the area and to the work ethic that people in this part of the state grow up with. 
I would agree. Yeah, a lot of we have a lot of uh, ag background children also that work for us. Some of them are part time before they maybe go off to college. Some of them are part time, just summer help too before they go back to high school. Actually, so yeah, our area has always been a strong area with with good hardworking individuals. What types of projects does Light Construction do? Typically, we have about three different avenues we we look at. We we currently do building pad sites for anywhere from a, a home building to a large commercial warehousing building. Uh, we may do state and county work along interstate systems, um, which would require excavation and grading. Uh, we also have crews that do residential retaining walls every day that go out and it might be a three to five person uh, man crew, I'm sorry. And then we also have a commercial retaining wall crews that go out and it would do more of your interstate systems or large shopping malls or any type of retaining wall system that you would see in the Omaha Council Plus metro area. So if a new project is going to get started, and uh, Matt, we're going to switch over to you. Matt Steele is the lead estimator. You would kind of be the first person out, correct? That you're going to be the the point when you go out, you take a look at everything that the customer or potential client wants to have done, and then it's up to you to figure out how that's all going to come together. Yeah, and it, it's really a team process within, because there's a lot of logistics that go into these projects. So yeah, part of it is going out and searching where the project's going to be. Are they going to be residential? Are they going to be commercial? Uh, you know, what the project size and scope might be, uh, where the location is, uh, figuring out the products that we need to bring into that project, figuring out how we're going to get those projects or workers out to that project and what they're going to be doing. So yeah, there, there's a lot that goes into it. And I, I really rely not just on, it may start with me saying, hey, I'm going to go out and find the project, but then it's talking with you know, Joe and, and how we're going to get the project done and the means and methods and then our office staff too, you know, the, the billing, the contracting, all of that sort of stuff. So while it, it might start with me, it's really a team effort that brings these projects together. It's no mystery that it may be because of COVID, it may be just a coincidence that price of material uh, has just skyrocketed. It looks like there's been a little bit of adjustment coming back down again, but how have you had to adjust how you approach things, knowing that things are more expensive to even get onto a job site now? Yeah, that's uh, it's something we have to take into consideration. It does affect uh, bottom line prices at the end of the day too. But we also look at a number of other things as as we put into that. You know, uh, is there a more efficient way to get the job done? Here, I think a really important piece of what we do is value engineering. So we might be working with a customer that says hey, here are the plans and specs for this particular project. And we might look at it and say, okay, here's what we think it can cost uh, for the price of this project. But then we might go back to our engineer partners or even talking within the staff and be like, you know, there might be a slightly different way or more efficient way we can do that. So while we want to still maintain a profitable company, we still look at, hey, are there there better ways to do this for the company or for the customer? Because they really are coming to look at us as the subject matter expert on what's going on. I've noticed a lot of the GCs we work with, they're very reputable and they build a lot of projects and have a lot of experience doing that. But when it comes down to the very specific details, such as a retaining wall, they also rely on us a lot to provide insight to how their project might be done. And them relying on us to do that helps offer some cost savings to be able to manage what the inflation or the uh, price increases that you were talking about. How wide of an area does light construction cover? How far out do your clients go? Generally, it's 60-mile radius. I, there's exceptions to that, but generally, we try and stay fairly local. Well, we do have we do have clients like the the group we're working with on the River Road project. They're not a local contractor, 
And then we were working with people from Ohio, Wisconsin, really all over the country. Omaha builds a lot of things or this area builds a lot of things. And so we get a lot of mobile or type contractor that come into town and, and we work with a lot of those uh, people that are just kind of, we work with them one time and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. And you know, we like those relationships too. And then we also have a, a very good network of local builders, you know, whether it be building builders or road builders that we, you know, try to work with throughout the year as well. Yeah, that I is think Joe brings up a good point. We, you know, we do a lot of the projects may be local, but the network of people we work in with are, of course, regional to the Midwest, but all over the United States as well. Just the other day, I we were working on a project with with a general contractor, and just the other day, another contractor called us from Minnesota and said, "Hey, we're looking at this project down here. Uh, someone passed your name along to us. Uh, can we work on some numbers together?" And I think that's neat to see for um, a local company or local business, just to you know, to Glenwood, Iowa. The name of our community is actually reaches further than just the Omaha metro area. Well, and uh, Joe Martin, construction operations manager, you heard Joe's voice there for just a second. Both uh, Corey and Matt talked about it, uh, Joe, about how having the right people in the right places is, and it's a, and it's a team effort. I would think that going step by step, it, it's you need to be able to trust the person that's ahead of you. So you know when you get on the job site that everything has been done correctly up to that point and there's no surprises. Um, yeah, that's correct. We, 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 you know, we, we rely heavily on, on, on our estimates and our past relationships. Um, when we get to the job, you know, our, our engineers that we use play a big role in our success. We use a few different engineering sources around and, you know, we, we, we really rely on their expertise in order to kind of guide us to a good starting point. And then, you know, from that point, we, we try to provide the job site with uh, happy, knowledgeable, hardworking individuals that you know, are, are goal oriented and have the same. We want them to look at each project as if it was their own project and they're building this for themselves. And at the end of the day, you know, how do they want to see it get done and what would they want to do and how would they, how would they want it to be? So we want them to have some kind of stake in the game or ownership in, in the project itself. You mentioned a word that I think often gets overlooked in business and that's happy. When you have people out there working on a job site and all of these people at some point may come in some type of small contact with the client. If the person that's there wants to be there, that comes across there's a much better feeling and things are just going to go smoother. Yeah. You, and, and you really can tell, you know, and we all have, we all have bad days and good days. And there's some that are better than others at, you would never know if something terrible just happened to them on the way into work. And those are really the types of people that, that we, you know, want to lean into, you know, keep them intact. They just, they just make everything else better around them and the projects go faster. They just go better the people that are working with them, you know, it's infectious. The same way negativity can be infectious, that positivity is, you know, the infection of that is great. And and we really try to capitalize on that. And and to the the credit of of the majority of our employees, they bring that to us. It's not something that we give them, that they they already have that ingrained in them. That's just how they are. This question, really for any of you, is that something that you can recognize in an interview process that this is the type of person that we're going to be bringing onto the team? Or is it something that you have to teach them? Oh, I would say most of the time you can see if they can bring value to you or, or not in the interview process, especially if you can look at their past history and, and how they handle themselves during the interview. 
a lot of these guys have had, you know, a lot of these guys have had other jobs um, before and you're able to see if they connect with the type of work we're doing. It's manual, you know, we do a lot of manual labor, labor and we also do a lot of operational activities with machines. So if their background, like I said earlier, is in ag or in another construction field, it seems like you will you will probably more likely be able to tell that in their interview. Where do you see light construction heading in the future? What what type of goals do you have for the company? Actually, my actual goals for the company is to see it be ran similar to the way it is currently, just making it smoother and I guess a better place to work than it is every day. If we can improve every day, if it's a better place for these employees to work every day, that, that would be my goal. I think I, I have a similar philosophy to myself, is just try to be a little better today than you were yesterday. And if you continue to do that, you may not see the change from one day to the next, but it all adds up and eventually water rises, the boat comes up with it. And you can almost feel that too. There's there's sometimes coming to work one day, but over the course of time, you can just feel that culture of where you're working and who you're working with change and, and, and come together in a more coherent way. Uh, it's kind of amazing to see too. And even in my short time here, I've seen it almost every day. How busy are you guys through the wintertime versus the summertime? I know it's got to be busier as the weather warms up, but keeping things moving through the wintertime in this part of the world, is that is that something that you've been able to do? It it does get a little bit difficult from time to time. We were fortunate last, or you know, this winter that we're just coming out of, it was actually a fairly mild winter. We had a local project here close that kept a few guys busy all winter long. And then we've got some material sourcing, trucking, those types of things that that keep a few people going. And then we, you know, maintenance and maintain our own equipment. So we've got, you know, some people that, you know, either want to learn that type of thing or are knowledgeable in that. And they may be guys that go out and build retaining walls on a daily basis, but they, you know, might have um, skills in, in painting or in, you know, as a mechanic and they'll come in and work in the wintertime in the shop and clean up some of the equipment that we have and take care of those things. But yeah, it, it, it can be a challenge, but it's in this field, you know, it's coming every year. Some years are bad, some years are good. And yeah, we just kind of usually just try to find a way to make through it. Corey, before we let you go, you're in Mills County and you're there for a reason. Tell us uh, about being able to have your business in Mills County and being the largest individual employer with, with uh, 50 employees. Obviously, it means something to you to be there. Yes, it does. It, Mills County is where my family came and I guess actually homesteaded in the, in the 1850s, and I'm here now, and I want to see my children here. Uh, I want to see all my employees' children go through the county also. Like I said, we really like to source out of our community. One thing I wanted to kind of give a, a little bit of a shout out to in a sense is my very first, the light construction's very first employee that was ever on a payroll type system is, his name is Earl Nose Cable and Earl Nose Cable is still with us today. Um, and he's just as happy and respectful as he was the very first day he started. So, and I, I mean, that's just, that's very important to me. And one thing that we were talking about through the winter, it's also important to us that we, we realize that almost all of our employees have families. So we, we try to keep everybody busy, even if it's not in a situation to where it's profiting our company, we want to keep them busy. So one, we can keep them for the long term and so that they can also provide for their families. Before we wrap things up, Rachel, I want to come back to you. And something occurred to me as we were talking with all of these gentlemen that light construction is almost like an anchor store that you would see in a retail setting because the larger companies 
help the smaller companies and and by keeping people in the area when you have that many employees that are working for a local company that way that means that these people are going to stay they're going to raise their families and we've talked about it many times that if an area is not growing it it cannot maintain itself because there's no such thing as just standing still absolutely and i think what it helps with is when you look at people that actually like like construction when they employ people that are local, they're gonna spend their dollars local. And you know that close to 45 cents on that dollar stays local, where if you take that dollar out or to a national chain, it's only looking at 15 cents. So we know that that directly impacts our economy. And so I think that that is what makes businesses like, like construction so important to our economic outlook of how we grow and where we grow. And I think that as we continue to see that trajectory move forward, it's important to continue to lift up these organizations and businesses. Corey Like, Joe Martin, Matt Steele, thank you all, not only for just being a part of the podcast today, but also for all of the work that you're doing to uh, keep Mills County growing and helping to take care of a lot of the families that are in Mills County. We, we all appreciate the hard work that you're doing and we wish you continued success as you move forward. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Thank appreciate you, Todd. it.